Extra Life unites thousands of gamers around the world to play games in support of their local Children's Miracle Network hospital. Since 2008, Extra Life has raised more than $40 million for sick and injured kids. Visit geektherapy.com slash extra life to learn more and join us on November 3rd in raising funds to help kids. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. My name is Josue Cardona and I'm with Ali Matu. Whoa. Laura Taylor. Hey. And Lauren Keller. Happy Halloween! (laughs) Yes, happy Halloween to everybody. Um, That's going to be our topic for today. Geek out a little bit about Halloween. But first, our community catch-up. Community catch-up. On the network side of things, Rolling for Change has a new episode. It's an interview with Isaac Bluford, who made a game which is, I believe, on Kickstarter right now called Omen Quest. Hero Nation has an episode on black superheroes, and Jedi Council has a new episode on addiction. On the community side of things, the forum has been pretty active this week. So there's a thread on the value of geek therapy and cultural competence, and there's another titled Substance Abuse Ballot Initiatives, and it's very non-geek uh, related, but very, uh, it's it's political and mental health wise, and it's informative. And I'm glad, I'm glad it was brought up on the forum. I'm, I'm really glad that happened. So uh, check out the forum for a lot of cool activity. All right. Happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Halloween. Woo. Lauren, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> uh, candy. Costumes. Uh, ancient witch traditions. What What do you want to talk about? <laughs> where, where does everybody fall on, on Halloween here? I love it. Favorite holiday? Second favorite holiday? Third favorite holiday? Probably my second favorite holiday. I is really Halloween like, a holiday? It, it is a holiday. <laughs> it should be a national holiday. Kids should be out of school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have to get out of school for something to be a holiday? I don't. I don't think so. Or work? Mm-hmm. No. I guess well, not. like, like there, there's a lot of holidays where you might have no school, but people still have to go to work. I think that if the federal government, if federal employees are working, it's not a holiday. Mm-hmm. Then Halloween, by that <laughs> definition, is not, not a, holiday. a holiday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with it not being uh, a, an off school holiday if instead we have four Halloweens a year. <laughs> mm, interesting, interesting. <laughs> One per season, or like four in October. No, I think we should spread them out. I, uh, we need a summer ween and a winter ween. <laughs> <laughs> I like Spring the idea ween. of a winter ween. <laughs> <That's> mm-hmm. <laughs> winter ween, you can watch Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go. Yay. That's true. That's true. Uh, so last week we talked about horror. We thought about that a bit. A c- couple of days after this episode is out, it is Halloween. I like candy. Mm-hmm. What's well, your favorite candy? Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Laura, what's your favorite candy? Reese's peanut butter pumpkin. What? It's seasonal. Lauren, what's your favorite candy? <laughs> uh oh no. Um three. <laughs> Jolly two. Ranchers? What? It's a surprise. Surprise. I did not expect that. Mine is Sour Patch Kids. Oh, okay. Those are good too. Oh no. Okay. Nerds. Okay. God, there's so many good candies. <laughs> you know what the best holiday is? The day after Halloween where the candy is half off. And everyone brings all their extra candy to work, so you can eat that too. Yep. <laughs> Free and cheap candy. Mm. I know I ask you this all the time, Lara, but you're diabetic, right? Absolutely. You eat a lot of candy. <laughs> I do. I do. Diabetics do not have to miss out on Halloween. And that was something that I was worried about when I was diagnosed when I was a kid, because it was very different than then now I'm on an insulin pump so I can better regulate things and eat mostly what I want. But back then I had to like dole out myself one Halloween candy a day 
out of my bag. And I would go everywhere and get all the candy. Like, I'd spend hours trick-or-treating and have a huge pillowcase. My candy lasted me a year. (laughs) (laughs) It lasted you right up until the next Halloween. (laughs) Yep. That that happened to me too when I was a kid, but that's because my my stepmom made a, a outside of Halloween one one piece of candy per day rule. Though I was not diabetic, she just didn't want me to have joy. <laughs> that's, that's sad. <laughs> These stories make me very envious because I did not celebrate Halloween growing up. This was what I wanted to ask everybody: yeah. like, what mm-hmm. what was it like at your home? What was it like? What was your parents' attitude towards uh, Halloween? I had FOMO. I had major FOMO because my parents um, believed that Halloween was like uh, the devil's worship and stuff. And so we were not allowed to go uh, trick-or-treating. So I did not go until I was a senior in high school and I secretly went um, with my cousins for the first time. We went uh, trick-or-treating and it was kind of amazing. But my... The memory I have the most of Halloween is getting excited because we would participate in giving out candy. So there would be candy at home that I wait, would eat. Wait, 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 wait. I know. <laughs> I know. Yesy. So yeah. here's the thing. That's cheating. Well, it's like it was um, my parents' way of self-preservation because if you don't give out candy, you're going to get egged or TP'd or something Not like now. that. Not now. That's... That's back then. Now, well, it like was half back the then. people in a neighborhood. Back, then. back yeah. then is what has grown up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's what we were fearful of. So we gave out candy, but I wasn't allowed to go trick or treating. The worst was one year, I think it was third grade or second grade, where my parents had me be the person giving out candy. And like I got to see all my friends from school come by and trick or treat, but I wasn't trick or treating and I had to give them candy. That was the worst. That was the worst. In regular clothes. Not even in costume. regular clothes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. I was just like I in your Star Trek even, PJs. In my PJs, yeah, yeah. Man, I did not have Star Trek PJs. I wish I did. That would have been cool. The um, story keeps getting sadder and sadder. I know. <laughs> but I really liked eating the the candy that we were given out and watching scary movies on TV. I and and watching all the Halloween specials of, of the sitcoms. That was my favorite part of Halloween. It's kind of sad. My coworker, um, her family is similar. They they view Halloween as like devil's worship, and her kids they she stays home from work and takes her own holiday because she will needs to stay home with her kids and won't let them go to school on the days that Aww. they celebrate Halloween at school. Yes. Aww. So Ali, were your parents okay with you participating in Halloween stuff at school then? Um, I didn't really. I mean, I never really dressed up. And so at school, there was always um, an option to come dressed up and there would be like a Halloween parade or something like that. But you didn't have to participate. So there wasn't really much participating that I had to do. Um, So I never really. But I did still feel like I was missing out on that stuff. I still felt FOMO with that. Hmm. In general, my parents had no idea what was going on at school. (laughs) academically socially romantically like that was not a thing that my parents really knew what was happening what about lauren and lara were your parents okay with halloween yeah my house was the most decorated house on the block like 
And year to year, it would change whether my mom would go trick-or-treating with me or she would stay home and hand out candy. I mean, once I was older and I could go trick-or-treating on my own, I was out of the house at 5 o'clock trick-or-treating, and I wouldn't get home till like, 9.30. I was that kid that people would be, like, rolling their eyes, like, oh, my God, not another kid. (laughs) (laughs) I would get my candy, and I loved it. I kind of miss it now when I go through my neighborhood I look at my old neighborhood now, like half the houses, the lights are out. Nobody's got decorations up. My dad, I don't even think he puts the decorations up anymore and he turns the lights out so people don't come to the house. When when I when I find my forever home, I need to go looking around Halloween and see when people's <laughs> house, what people's houses are like. <laughs> Gotta find the good Halloween neighborhood. That's right. Laura, that makes me want to ask you, what were your favorite costumes of, of Halloween's past? Ooh, that is, that's some, some good question. Um, that's why I, they pay me the big bucks here on Geek Therapy. Mm-hmm. You might get a raise if you keep this up. Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere to go from zero dollars, but up. <laughs> <laughs> I was Indiana Jones one year, and that oh, was really cool. Nice. I got to. My dad had one of the official Indiana Jones hats from like Disneyland, and it was really cool. Oh, what's another good one? I really liked. I did an executioner's costume. I bought one Whoa. of those like ones from Spirit, and then I made it my own with like my leather bracers and stuff from renaissance fair and it was pretty cool i think my favorite though was a couple years ago i was rocket raccoon and my wife was my wife was Groot. what (laughs) (laughs) oh and then we we did a really good one um last year at or no it was two years ago at the disney uh mickey's halloween party I have a Captain America onesie, and I wore that with a Captain America pair of Mickey ears, and she sewed her own Winter Soldier sweatshirt, and she had a pair of Mickey ears with Bucky sewn on the back, so she's the Bucky to my cap. You both are adorable. That is amazing. My favorite costumes are always like the team or the couple costumes. Mm -hmm. Or like the parent-child ones. Yes. Yes. The creative group ones. Oh, they're so good. Do have a story about that one, so Josue, please come back to me for that. <laughs> do do it now. Talk about it now. Oh well, I mean, so I'm, I've kind of come full circle here, where I um, I don't believe Halloween is devil worship. I think it's a pretty cool opportunity for kids to use their, their imagination and for people to try out different identities for a night and to celebrate characters that you love. And I think the big thing that that Uh, got me to this place is cosplay is doing cosplay and wanting to celebrate a character or a story that I love and I've done um, I've done Captain Kirk cosplay and I've done um, Spock cosplay and just really loved it and enjoyed it so last year was my first year as a parent and my daughter was very young at the time. She was just a few months old. But um, some of my friends at work, they had gotten me as a um, as sort of a um, uh, like a baby shower thing that they did for me at work. They got me a next generation Star Trek, the next generation onesie for my daughter. And um, I happened to have, you know, an original series Captain Kirk thing. So we did a father daughter the original series, I was the original series, and she was the next generation. 
and uh, it was the most uh, amazing thing ever and so, so cool. I treasure that photo that we have together. But that wasn't a Halloween thing, right? It was. Uh... It was on Halloween. Oh, it was on Halloween. Okay. Yeah, I, okay, t- okay. I took her to daycare in costume. Okay. And cool. um, <laughs> we uh, we had a good time. Cool. What about you, Lauren? Um, I think the coolest costume I ever did was in like fifth grade, where I was like a big headless man. So I built like a cardboard <laughs> tube. Um, and put a really huge shirt and coat over it up on my shoulders. I am gesticulating with my arms, but you can't see it. Uh, <laughs> but a, a big tube up on my shoulders and then made it so uh, that the, the sleeve of the big jacket came down and wrapped around so it looked like I was carrying my own head. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was very cool. It was very cool and crafty, <laughs> and I was extremely proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> Gosh, was uh, and then probably I it wasn't very fancy, but I really enjoyed being with my two siblings. We were a lion, a tiger, and a bear. And it, was, <laughs> oh it was very, it was very cute. Josue, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Did you uh, grow up celebrating Halloween? Uh so my home was very religious, and so I don't even remember Halloween being a discussion being something that we even considered. Uh, I don't remember it at school because the schools I went to were all Christian schools. I have no memories of it as a kid. I do have this memory of my, like when Harry Potter came out, my dad um, not letting us watch it because of the same, like, no, that's like witchcraft. It's devil stuff. It's weird. He really changed by like order of the Phoenix. Like he owns the set on Blu-ray now. Like, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, Along the way, <laughs> he but, started reading the books and was like, "Dang, this is pretty good." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he's a movie person, but I, I don't remember. But I do remember things like that, like little things. So Halloween's never been big for me. I've only ever this doesn't even count as a costume, but the only time I've ever even come close to to wearing a costume for Halloween was uh, I remember like at the pharmacy I bought a mask that was just like a hood uh, that like you couldn't see the face, so I just put that on and then like wore a hoodie over it so it was like you couldn't see through the hoodie like there was no face that was it and i think that was the only year i ever went trick-or-treating too i've only done that once some kids come trick-or-treating now just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt that's so. you can know you gotta earn that candy hmm. you gotta yeah. even, I oh and then the parents demand some candy too and they're wearing the regular clothes what <laughs> what what is this no no i also don't know anything about that because i'm the type of person who turns the lights out and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited this year. Uh, this is the first time I live on a second floor, where like so, there's no way for them to come upstairs and knock. Like, I'm I'm very excited because I don't even have to pretend this year. <laughs> He's the Grinch that stole Halloween. I don't even have to <laughs> turn the lights. Out. <laughs> so I didn't know this turning the lights out thing was even a possibility. I thought yeah I yeah. I, well, okay, maybe this like, is oh be- they're not home. So, okay. Uh, yeah, you can't just turn the porch light off. You have yeah, to turn yeah, yeah. all the lights off. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And, like, be in the back of the house. Then what do you do? Like, okay, is it, that just seems like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know it's that was It's only one a night thing. a year. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, can we also talk about New York City and how weird Halloween here is and how it kind of makes me sad? Sounds like you want to talk about it. Uh, I kind of want to talk about it. So, all right. I grew up in the suburbs of the San Francisco Bay Area. And again, I didn't go trick-or-treating. But like Laura, 
I loved the decorations. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I, I always thought I always had mad respect for neighbors that would go all out and like deck their houses and, mm-hmm. and stuff. That was cool. And I also really appreciated, since I was the one giving out candy, people who came with awesome costumes. Um, so I, I always loved that stuff. Now, I've been living in New York for a very long time. Trick-or-treating is very different in New York City. So a lot of people live in buildings. And um, in the suburbs, you can just go door-to-door and, you know, trick-or-treat. You can't really do that in New York City because you can't get access to another building. So two things happen. One is some buildings in New York City, usually the ones that have more families, they organize trick-or-treating to happen inside the building. But then you have to sort of... um, uh, either sign up or uh, put something on your door that symbolizes this is a apartment you can go to trick or treat. So that's kind of it depends on the building you're at if people get into it or not. But the other thing that's very different about New York City is it's largely the retail stores and the restaurants where kids go trick or treating. So people will go into the Walgreens, CVS, drugstore trick or treat. They'll go into the Italian restaurant. They'll go into the Chinese restaurant. They'll go into the steak shop. And all these retailers, they participate in trick or treating. I think it's a little. I don't know. As a kid who grew up in the suburbs, it makes me a little sad that these kids are missing out on that experience. I also think it's kind of cool. So it's just like a different way that in which it's done here in New York. It's pretty similar to San Francisco, except mm. there, a lot of people will go to neighborhoods where there are more houses mm. um, for uh, for trick-or-treating. Like in my neighborhood at home, when I lived in, in the suburbs, there was areas where I would walk, but I've been to other areas where kids will their parents will drive to another neighborhood where there's people with more money and mm. more yeah, the candy. Rich, the rich neighborhood. The rich neighborhood. Or you get a whole sneakers bar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but in San Francisco, there are more dogs than there are children. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah, um, I've heard this. So the big thing is drunk adults in costume <laughs> walking down the street. And as someone who lived on a ground floor apartment near Hate in the lower Hate, Oh, that's not fun. Yeah. Well, it's fun when you're awake and you want to see all the cool costumes, but when you're trying to sleep and people are puking outside your window, (laughs) dressed up as sexy, I don't know, sexy altar boy. and uh, (laughs) That sounds so San Francisco. It it is so San Francisco or um, something else. And that's been, I mean, that's been, been a thing since... The Castro, used, which is the gay community, used to have a huge party every Halloween, um, and it got a little dangerous. There were a couple of years where someone brought guns, so they canceled that. It was the biggest party, and it was so fun. There were You could barely move on the streets, um, and everybody would come in the area. Um, and now it's kind of spread out, and people were walking down my street puking and being loud and yelling that they wanted candy (laughs) so this is another thing i'm wondering about halloween um maybe i was oblivious to this as a kid growing up but has it always been an opportunity for teens and adults to party or is that a newer thing 
Uh, it's always been an opportunity okay, to okay. party. I don't know if, there, if there's an answer that it isn't an opportunity for teens to party because I, right. teens it's will find a way. It's election day. Let's party. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. man. What's, uh, what's the most ridiculous sexy costume that you guys have seen? Mine would be a sexy shark. I saw a woman wearing uh, a a silver tube top and silver booty shorts and silver knee-high boots and a gray duster with a fin on the back. (laughs) She's like, I'm a shark. And I was like, yes, 100% sexy shark. I'm in. (laughs) I'm trying to think of other than the sexy altar boy because that one was. That's pretty good. It's pretty memorable. (laughs) Oh, I've got another one. A sexy, the king from Katamari Damacy. Ooh. I mean, he's already pretty sexy, so. But he had, like, the the head was perfect. He made this giant rig to go on his head and then just booty shorts. Mm. It was pretty cool. I like that. That's pretty cool. I don't. There isn't a sexy costume that sticks out in my head, but a few years ago, there's um, there's a big um, Halloween parade here in New York, which anyone who dresses up in a costume can march in it, or you don't even have to dress up; you march in it. And I went one year, um, and there was someone who was dressed up as Van a Van the the famous Van Gogh self portrait. He was in the portrait, and he kind of looked like Van Gogh, and he made like the painting and he was in the frame. It was really like looked real. Um, so that's probably one of the only Halloween costumes that even sticks out of my memory. Art is sexy though. So that art, art is sexy. <laughs> oh yeah. Art is media. And you know what? Media matters. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I worked it into the episode. <laughs> I'm inaudibly uh, shaking my head. Yeah, I can hear it. I can, I can hear picture your... it okay. right now. Okay. Yeah. okay. I see your face. It's actually pretty audible. <laughs> I feel it. I got to do something for all the Alimatu drinking game participants out there. <laughs> uh, man, but some of the things you said about New York, I don't think I don't think they they're only they only apply to New York at all. I think there are trends that uh, at least in the U.S. are, are seen all over. The, the whole thing about organizing in a building that seems a little strange to me, but I'm, it doesn't. It, but it makes sense. I've lived in buildings where the kids just went door to door inside the buildings because they were huge buildings. Um, also, if you live inside a like a big apartment complex, you don't. They don't actually see the windows, so you don't have to turn out the lights. You just need to lower the volume, so they don't mm. know you're there. Um, <laughs> but um, a lot of malls do do trick or treating. Um, like uh, there's town a centers. Center. Yeah, town yeah. centers. They'll do that. Yeah, they'll set a, a separate, a certain night. You know, you, maybe even on a weekend, so it's not on a on a school day. And then they organize, and yeah, so like it's a whole family thing. And then there are some parents that get together and do things called trunk or treat, where they put their cars together and they set up like they decorate their trunks and give huh. candy, <laughs> eat trick or treat. It's that's cool. I, it's kind of cool. I, eh. <laughs> like in some neighborhoods I get it um, where I live it's not necessarily safe to walk around at night mm-hmm. um, so in areas like that that's where you get the, the people that go to the rich neighborhoods or go organize these trunk or treat things to kind of have a safe opportunity for kids to go and get their candy and dress up that's cool yeah, yeah. 
On November 3rd, the Geek Therapy community is participating in the annual Extra Life Marathon, where we play games for 24 hours to raise funds for Children's Miracle Network hospitals around the world. Since 2008, Extra Life has raised more than $40 million for sick and injured kids. If you want to help out, you have two options. Visit geektherapy.com slash extralife, and one, join our team and raise funds from friends and family and play on November 3rd. Or two, donate right now to any member of Rare Candy. On November 3rd, Geek Therapy will be streaming live for 24 hours as we continue to raise funds on game day. Visit geektherapy.com slash extralife to learn more, join our team, or donate. Thank you, and I hope to see you on November 3rd. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to make it a little real just for a moment, just for a moment. Have any of you ever seen costumes that you felt were personally insulting to you or that you took offense to or represented part of your culture poorly? Because I, I was just watching an episode of Superstore um, on NBC on Thursdays, must see TV. I really like this episode because they kind of talked about that, about a cultural appropriation and stereotypes. They had a Mario character, someone dressed up as Mario, and there was a little bit of debate if it's a stereotype or not. And so have any of you ever experienced that? No. No. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have witnessed like some extremely questionable costumes. Uh, a lot of you know Native American uh, tribal attire as as costumery, which is pretty offensive. Right. <clears throat> um, right. And then I've seen some some stuff that extremely bordered on blackface, but it was like you know out in the wilds, not people I know or at a school or anything like that. So it was basically just like seeing somebody walk past and being like, "Oh my, for reals, you right. wore right. that in public? Wow!" Yeah. I remember one year I saw someone um, dressed up as Dalsim from Street Fighter, and this was before I I came to the point of understanding how racist and stereotyped Street Fighter is. Um, and at the time, I thought it was awesome. I'm like, whoa, that person's Dalsim. That's cool. Um, and now I'm like, mm, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> if that was cool. It might have been uh, not appropriate. But... Um, that's definitely a thing. Sometimes people take Halloween as an opportunity to just um, do stuff like that. That's not good. <laughs> Again, uh, some people take um, any excuse to party and take any excuse to make fun of other people. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's This is true. That's a good reminder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, Halloween, uh, I guess for years has always been, I love like Halloween movies and I like candy and I like, you know, the Halloween themed episodes of all my favorite sitcoms. Like I, I love them, but for me, like I've, you, you mentioned like Halloween parties and things. Like I've never gone to one as an adult because I always assumed, well, I'm, I don't have a costume, so I'm gonna skip it. <laughs> so I haven't, been, I haven't been to any like Halloween activities since I was a kid per se. So for me, it, it, it in my mind, it's like a, it, it's more of a kid thing for me personally, even though I know. It's probably way more fun as an adult. Yeah, I don't, most of the people I know. I don't think I've ever been invited to a Halloween. No, I did this year, but now I'm I'm, I'm hashtag dad life. I can't go. Um, mm. This is probably the first year I've ever been invited to a Halloween party, so I can't I can't speak <laughs> to it either. That's why. <laughs> when the last lesbian bar in San Francisco closed, I was so sad because every year we would go to their Halloween party because it would be the coolest thing ever. A bunch of queer ladies dressed up as 
I think there was a oh there was a sexy Mario and a sexy Princess Peach, but it was gender swapped and it was so cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Were there smoochies involved? Oh yes, there were smoochies. Nice. There were lots of smoochies at that parties at those parties definitely. <laughs> Do you all have any favorite Halloween movies? Three witches. <laughs> I mean, Hocus Pocus. Hell yeah, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> that movie's so good. It's so good. Wait, 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 wait. When was the last time you saw Hocus Pocus? A year ago. Okay. We had the, it on Blu-ray. <laughs> the first time I watched that movie in full was two years ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My wife was like, what? You haven't watched this? And I was like, no. So we watched it. You all agree it's still good? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I saw the trailer recently. I was like, that's not how I remember this movie at all. <laughs> I think it holds some, up. Yeah, it's got some dated stuff in it, but overall, okay. it's still a fun a fun Halloween romp. Yeah, for a 90s Halloween romp, it holds up pretty well for 2018. That trailer does not. No. <laughs> you know what? I suggest you check out the trailer. <laughs> no, no early 90s family movie trailer really holds up. If you really start watching them, you're like, whoa, this is like really corny. It was, it was, it was tough to watch. <laughs> By the way, there was an Emoji Blitz uh, event with Hocus Pocus a couple of weeks ago, or like a week ago, and you could be Bette Miller's character. I forgot what the name of her character was in the movie. Wait, what is Emoji Blitz? We've never talked about Emoji Blitz on this show. We've what? talked about, you've talked about it a million times this way. So there's a, sh- there's a game, it's on mobile, it's called Disney Emoji Blitz. And it's a match puzzler, and every single piece is characters from different Disney properties. Oh, cool. Yeah, including Star Wars, and there are no... I don't think Marvel yet. Yeah, there are no Marvel characters yet, but Hocus Pocus counts as a Disney property. Now. Yeah, so they have, it's, uh, yeah. they have live action characters too, not just like animated. Yeah. Oh, that's the cool. The Muppets are on there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah, Muppets are there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Haunted that is... Mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are the Haunted Mansion characters from the ride or from the, the movie? Ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah, whoa. From the ride. So from the and rides, the Abominable too. Snowman from Matterhorn Mountain. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's that's cool. Disney Nasty. They they know their audience. It's a good game. You should you should you know you should stop working on the subway and play <laughs> Disney Emoji Blitz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to write my notes and paperwork, please, please do. By the way, if no one's ever <laughs> heard us talk about this game before, there are, uh, there's a, at least one Headshots episode that is completely about that, and it is hilarious, and I've told stories about how my... Of course I've brought it up on this show. I've talked about how my parents like friended each other on Facebook just to play this game. Yep. Come on, Ali. Yeah. I might yeah, not have been on that episode. That. I, I really am I think not. he's talked about it on like three of them. Yeah, I might not have been on those three times. episodes. I, I have uh-huh. no memory of this. Oh, unbelievable. Roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Watch. I'm, I'm like, go on and I ask like the exact same questions I just did right now. And I'm like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Conversation goes the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. Ali, we've talked about this. Oh, before. so the live action characters too? Wow. For the ride or the movie? Both? Um, so, okay, well, what about other Halloween-related uh, activities? Do, do any of you go to a haunted haunted house or those haunted scare activity uh, experiences? Those are so fun. I wish I could still go to them, but my wife would kill me. 
if I took her to one. <laughs> I love them. I have this vivid memory of going when I was younger with my friends and I was okay. My friend in front of me, there was a strobe light and this guy like slowly came out from like to the side of her, like behind her and scared her so much. She screamed so loud that she fell back into me. And then I started screaming (laughs) and I fell back into my friend behind me and she started screaming. So all three of us are on the floor screaming (laughs) at the top of our lungs. It was the greatest thing. And then later when we got back to her house, she admitted she wet herself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were like oh, man, 10 or a, 11. That's yeah. a real good scare. Oh, I love, I love haunted houses so much. I've done, um, like a corn maze and then a spooky corn maze. And those were pretty fun. A, I like that. It doesn't sound it, fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing. Cause I was like, when you first said corn maze, I'm like, well, that doesn't sound very scary. But then you said spooky corn maze. So now yes. what what makes a corn maze spooky? Uh, actors mm-hmm. jumping out at you. Oh. Shaking the stuff. And... Yeah. Shaking the corn. Shaking the corn. Throwing hay at you. That's why the, the maze is constantly moving and shifting. That's what's scary. That would be scary. (laughs) Honestly, mazes, I don't know. I I think I did one like corn maze or a hay bale maze or something and I couldn't handle it because I I don't like enclosed spaces. So I think it was a hay bale maze. I was like, nope, not doing this again. Because it took me too long to get out. Ali was too. Ali did one, and he was too tall. So exactly. He could see over it. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. I had no anxiety because I was like, "Oh, that's the way I came in over there. I could totally just go." And and I'm talking about like a long time ago too. Like these things are not built for people who are just like slightly above average height. Tall people oh. problems. <laughs> tall people. Hey, we have I do problems. Not have those. We have problems. Anytime you want to know real fear. You go use a public bathroom sink that is right at the height of your crotch and you turn on the water too much and now it looks like you've wet yourself and now you have to go back into work and see a patient. That is real fear. That is that is every day of my life. And I never remember. I'm like, oh, it always keeps happening to me. You never um, remember to stand further back nope. from the sink. Nope. You always have your cardigan wrapped around your waist. I have done that. Backwards. It's like, hmm, I've done why that. Why does he wear it like that? That's an interesting way to wear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a good look. Not a good look. Um, I've gone to a haunted man, or not a Hampton mansion. I've gone to the haunted mansion. I've gone to a haunted thing once, but it was at the Universal Studios during a time of year where they were like much more spooky. I did not like that experience. It was something about real people being in there that added a level of unpredictability that was just a little scary to me. Most of them have real people in them, Molly. No, I mean like not like animatronics. Like, no, usually most of them have real people in them. Every wait, haunted what? house I've been to, it's real people jumping out at you yeah, and I don't touching like, your shoulder. I, I don't like that. No, thank you. Animatronics are expensive, Ali. You can't just have yeah. animatronics everywhere. But it's yeah. safer, kind of, in my head. Um, I don't know. It just uh, It's a little creepy to me. I know mm. Universal has, uh, when they do their stuff, has actual like movie sets and stuff. Like, yeah. It, they're, it's like a Walking Dead one and like a che- Texas Chainsaw one. and all. Kinds of, it's, it's, I really want to go. My wife won't go with me. <laughs> 
This is why we need to revisit Lauren's idea of having a winter wean and summer wean because like so much of the weaning is like squeezed into just October and then all of a sudden it's like November and Thanksgiving and it's like all the scary stuff is gone. I don't know. I think it should be spread out a little bit more. We need more opportunities to be able to experience fear in these kind of safe, culturally appropriate ways. Um, I would just like to check with everybody that people actually say weaning when they're talking about doing Halloween stuff. It's a Can thing now. Confirm? We do now. Yeah. I, mm. I say Halloweening. There you mm. go. That's It's totally mm. a thing now. Okay, just checking, just checking. I'm not in the know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I do like is like right now uh, in Destiny, there's a festival of the lost. So they, they rethemed tons of stuff in the game with fun Halloween stuff. And like I really like the video game Costume Quest. Uh, I like it when different games have events like that. Um, there's there's a lot of Halloween stuff. Like when, when this time of year comes around, I like, you know, there's like a theme, right? It's like maybe it's not the same as uh, decorating a house, but the things that I like get get kind of that, that thing. And I, I mentioned before, like sitcoms having Halloween episodes. Like I love all that kind of stuff because everybody's kind of in the same mood at the same time and doing similar things. And I do, I do like that. Every year I would look forward to the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, yes. that's Every yeah. year I so would be good. like, that would be when I ended um, trick-or-treating, I would come home and watch that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. There were always some anything. of the best episodes of the year. Mm-hmm, definitely. Oh, so good. I forgot about those, Laura. Such good memories of those. Looking forward to those. And they would have those uh, marathons, too. Yes, yes. Ah, oh, back when Simpsons were so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's, I mean, part of this makes me think of the Day of the Dead, which I don't celebrate, but it, I'm kind of curious about, like, how do these times of year or focus on these kind of themes, how are they reflected in different cultures? And I know, Lauren, you're really interested in uh, death positive types of messages and movements. And I wish there were more times of the year where we got to talk about this kind of stuff or at least explore it. It seems like in America, this is really not something that we get to do that often. (laughs) <laughs> I've got you. I've got you, Ali. <laughs> now you're part of the death positive movement as well. Ooh. I have joined. <laughs> I'm, I'm signed up. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I agree. I do. I mean, I know a lot of commercial Halloween is very, very much just about like candy and costumes of pop culture and stuff like that. But I do I do think that it is a a way that we culturally sort of think about death and dying and um that's you know it, it's very much paired with the changing of the seasons right there's mm. sort of the big mm-hmm. symbolic uh you know the trees losing all of their leaves and they look like scary claws in front of the howling <laughs> moon and stuff like that sort of uh like can't can't really avoid thinking about like uh you know <laughs> not only are you surrounded by skeletons but there's one inside of you right now what spooky <laughs> okay 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 i gotta i gotta i gotta push back a little bit on this okay I've, i never think about no, no i mean i know like the origins like like i know the origins of christmas but it's all about coca-cola gifts to me and and yes and polar bears and coca-cola and uh and so halloween how often or how how i mean i I know we don't have exact numbers for this but like what's your opinion on how much it is actually connected to 
anything related to death or or even you mentioned fear before like mm-hmm. i don't i don't equate halloween with with fear at all i i was willing to be more open to that argument on the horror discussion like horror movies tied to to fear in some way but halloween i don't connect that to 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 fear at all or death at all like to me it's just the, the, happy fun times and 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 costumes and candy are you serious cavities. happy fun times all those haunted yeah. houses feeling scared talking stories about murderer serial killers and murderers and that that's what the haunted houses and stuff talk about it's meant to scare you and make you question your mortality and and in Hmm. in all of these like sitcom episodes halloween episodes aren't they doing things like jump scares and Mm -hmm. putting on costumes that may or may not be considered scary and also there's there's this little movie i don't know if you heard about this movie it's called halloween (laughs) 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 they just came out with a sequel right not to be confused with halloween 2 um, that's a different movie, but this is a sequel. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think it goes to themes. Like there is a theme of ghosts and undead or dead and skeletons and vampires, vampire, werewolves, totally, zombies, totally. crows. Fun things. You're just talking about fun things. So like, <laughs> like that's cool, man. That's cool. That's that's been your experience of Halloween, and it's so aliens. Yes, fun things, <laughs> abduction, probing, fun things. <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds like you're in some sort of death denial, Josue. Yeah, man, you need to watch Lauren. What was that movie I watched with the cult death? The Endless. The Endless. You know, watch The Endless, and then we'll talk some more about all this death. Um. I think that's been your experience of Halloween, but for for me, sometimes it's been scary, and sometimes it has been um, more related to things related to death. I don't think it's all that. I think it's a lot of stuff, and I think it's a lot of different stuff to different people, and it means different things at different ages. But I would definitely say there's a lot more death-related stuff surrounding me during Halloween than any mm-hmm. other time of the year. Last week, uh, after after last week's episode on horror movies, the discussion of Discord was great. I can't wait to hear people react to this one. Ah, Everybody yes. should like jump on Josue and and attack him. <laughs> Tell yeah, him how wrong it. he is. Tell bring him how it, wrong yeah. he is. Yeah, it, it is all about death and fear and being scared that someone's gonna hurt you. My uncle used to sit on his porch in a costume and he would look like he's just some like stuffed thing on the, on the porch and reach out and grab kids (laughs) when they were, when they would ring the doorbell, they would run screaming without getting their candy or my aunt would have to like go give them candy. Like it was, it was a thing. (laughs) Yeah. So you just heard about Lauren's costume of like this headless, like kind of thing. Like that's pretty gruesome. Like one of the scariest things. Sounded really cute. (laughs) That Actually. does not sound cute. There's um, no. What, what grade were you in when you did this? I was. I think I was in fifth, fifth grade. Yeah. That. See, trust me. It was so, but, when I was a kid. Ichabod Crane was the scariest. The headless horse, horseman thing in uh, with the Disney cartoons was like the scariest thing to me. With the jack o' lantern, with the, the flames coming out of it and throwing it, and so it was cool. Scary. So, so, so cool. Josue, this is why you are proving. The argument that we are making, the fact that you think 
Lawrence gruesome headless dead thing is cool and fun i think it's because halloween yeah and because halloween has made it okay and cool and fun for you to see this kind of imagery and talk about this kind of stuff boom <laughs> I, I actually agree with you Ollie. please, please I, pick I think... up that microphone off the floor the opinion of someone who hasn't really interacted much with halloween through the course of his life yeah. Yeah. Josue. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it back to over the garden wall and mm-hmm. the unknown mm-hmm. in that Halloween is sort of addressing the unknown of if you'll live through winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> will you will you see spring? Because mm, back then know. also a lot of people probably didn't. It was like yeah, all right, let's have a blast because winter is coming. And, uh, <laughs> yep. Half of the kids and old people will definitely die soon. Yeah, so exactly. enjoy some candy. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's funny because it's true. This is this has been a very interesting conversation. <laughs> I have nothing else to say about it. <laughs> any any final thoughts on Halloween? Other than Josue is wrong and he just doesn't get it, apparently. Mm -hmm. It's the spoopiest time of year. It just makes... I wish that I had, like, time and money to put together, like, a big Halloween party and have you you guys all there. That would be awesome. And I would throw a really good one, except I'm extremely broke, so it's all hypothetical. (laughs) Would you have a playlist that's playing the Monster Mash? At least twice. Nice. Mm-hmm. You no. got to you got to get that pump up early in the evening, and then later in the evening, once everybody's kind of buzzed and like really <laughs> really feeling it, then you bring it back and you really you, you really get them. The monster mash. <laughs> so some of the best Halloween parties when I was younger, like high, middle school, high school, we would stay up all night reading those scary stories to tell in the dark books. Oh, yes, yes, creepy. And all they, all of them had to do with death. And they were for children. You could buy them at the Scholastic Book Fairs. <laughs> <laughs> Those illustrations are like, I still terrifying. consider them super terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cover of one of them. Ooh. All I'm going to say is I can't wait to do a lot of family costumes until my daughter completely protests and says, no, that's not cool. I'm going to do my own thing. So excited for that. This year, my daughter is going as um, a chicken because she loves eating chicken. So we're dressing her up as a chicken. So I'm pretty excited. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's dark. I you just gotta. I didn't think about that. I was just like, she likes chicken. Let's do chicken. Ali, um, you just gotta make sure when you do those family costumes that her costume makes sense when she's not with you. Because if it, it's con- if it's contextual, mm-hmm. she might have a hard time at school. <laughs> mm, good point. Good point. The chicken one is kind of it works on its own. Um, mm-hmm. But last year, and last year, I guess the next generation kind of worked on our own. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I totally get your point. Yeah, like uh, like one thing I want to do is do like the solar system one year. But that's one if she goes to school and she's just like you know some random planet like Mercury, people would be like, what? Yeah, yeah. Why are you Mercury? <laughs> Why are you Mercury? <laughs> the hottest planet. Why are you Mercury? 
Oh, sexy Mercury. Oh my gosh, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> that would be Sailor sexy. Mercury. <laughs> uh, sexy, that's a that's a good group costume. Sexy planets. <laughs> sexy right. Starship Enterprise. Hell yeah, sexy Starship <laughs> Enterprise. <laughs> oh man, no, I could make a joke, but I'm not going to do it because Josue would edit it out because it's inappropriate. The joke was going to involve the Starship nacelles, but that's okay. <laughs> He's shaking Please. his head and rolling his eyes at all of us. Yep. Yep. Hard, yep. so hard. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty damn hard. Um, <laughs> Party pooper. I'm glad we got to. I, I I don't know. Y'all told me I was enjoying it wrong. So you know, don't yuck my yum. Uh, <laughs> Uh, definitely, I want to hear uh, what other people think about this. So, definitely on the forum, uh, please <laughs> react to this episode. <laughs> and and the Discord is always uh, a fun place to yeah. To, tell us, tell us react. your cool costumes and favorite yeah. uh, favorite candy. I want to hear about everyone's favorite candy. Your favorite yeah. Halloween movie or TV show? Most yeah, ridiculous sexy costume. <laughs> I bet you someone's. I, I bet you someone's favorite candy is going to be nerds. It's a close, come on, folks. It's the closest I could get to like a, a geek related candy. <clears throat> so, speaking of geek, uh, I want to do a geek therapy <laughs> segment right now, which is our weekly segment where we talk about something in the past week that was therapeutic in the most general sense. Either helped us get through a tough time or just made us feel good. Lara, do you have geek therapy for this week? My geek therapy this week has been watching The Haunting of Hill House. Kind of interesting that it that it's my therapy, but it, and that it made me feel good. But it did. Um, it was really nice to be able to watch a show and finish it. Um, you know, it took me about a week to watch it. Um, I loved it. Um, right amount of spoop, right amount of jump scares, right amount of scaring the crap out of me. Some good feels in there. And it just has me looking forward to other scary stuff going on. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina's. Oh, yeah. Up. I just started I'm really, that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm enjoying the, the scary stuff this time of year. Tis the season. Ali, what's your geek therapy? Uh, I have not had uh, too much media stuff this week. It was a pretty darn busy week for me. But I can give a shout out to um, Anna Akana's YouTube channel. She's been kind of on fire in terms of talking about mental health on her channel. And she had a video this week about comparing herself to others vis-a-vis social media. And I just love how open and honest she's been about her experience and um, her comment section has been on fire with people talking about their experience so way amazing awesome job Anna Kana check out her channel if you haven't already she's been doing really great stuff with mental health Lauren Um, I have a couple of things Um, the geek therapy discord has been like really excellent this past week i I even mentioned in the slack that i was like so stoked on on everybody posting in the various channels and then um also i finished playing wander song on switch um i think it's also on steam but it was really really fun it's a game you play as a bard and you solve puzzles and platform uh by using the power of music and it's it's really cute and and fantastic and i um i hope we'll get to talk about it some more 
soon, Josue, hint, hint. I will. Yep. Next week, I'm going to pick it up. I promise. Okay, good. I promise. He, he promises with Red Dead Redemption out. I've also been sort of obsessively playing um, this mobile game called Adventure Time Bloons. It's a like a tower defense game. But um, it's Adventure Time themed, which I really like. And right now they're doing like Halloween specials. So there's cute Halloween stuff. But um, I've been uh, not feeling super, super great this past week, mental health wise. So it's been nice to sort of uh, disengage from other things and just pop balloons and chill out. It's nice. Have you been playing the Steven Universe Tap Together game? I was playing that um, with the the Geek Therapy Club for a while, but um, when I got a new phone, I didn't reinstall it. Um, mm. It's it's a cool game, and it was fun playing with other people. But I like um, I, I like balloons better. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just finally got into it. We're up to forty nine people in the club. And, nice. Like, it's competitive now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. Go team. Um, yeah. Uh, my Geek Therapy uh, this past week was um, I participated in a hackathon. It's something I'd never done before. And it was specifically a hackathon for um, solving social causes. So it was uh, like a hackathon for a cause. And it was very cool because I'd never done anything like that, even though I'm very familiar with like the culture. And I went and I participated and my team won first place. And it was so cool. Woo! Yay! <laughs> and uh, I've I've talked to over the last year about how geek therapy is, you know, having less of a focus on mental health and more on social causes in general, and that's kind of this is exactly the type of thing that that we'll be talking more about, especially next year. I I need a little bit more time to kind of like figure out exactly how we're going to do that, but um, bring light uh, to to more than than just mental health. Which again, this year we've we've done a great job of really going from like mental health to media psychology. I think, and and we'll we'll keep moving in in different directions. And that was like very representative of the type of thing I want to do, where it was different groups of people coming together and like just these these absolute nerds coming together to to solve or to to help um with a social cause and it was it was incredible it was a lot of fun and you'll be hearing a lot more about things like that from us in the future oh i thought of it i thought of another thing do it (laughs) Um, also the new, uh, charmed reboot has, it's, I love it. it. How is it? I love it. Yeah. Hmm. It's just as campy and, and silly and feminist as I want it to be. It's, I'm really enjoying (laughs) it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember watching, um, like the last two years of high school every day before school, I would watch charmed in the morning while I like got up and, you know, eat breakfast and brush my teeth and everything i would always watch charmed so it's like the i think there's two episodes out so far of the new the new series and i'm just like getting total flashback vibes <laughs> like oh i should be eating breakfast <laughs> i should get dressed yeah. wait i should get dressed uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's afternoon i should get dressed <laughs> that's uh. that's good to hear because i i really like the the original show but I, I i didn't wasn't feeling the trailer for this one so i'll take your word for it all right, and so before we wrap up, anybody have anything to plug? Ali? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a episode that I'm almost done with, and it will be out on my YouTube channel the day after this episode is released, so Monday of this week. I have an episode that I'm very excited about. I asked all of my therapist friends on Twitter to share their best 
mental health tips. And um, I took my favorite of everyone's best tips and made an episode about it. Josue has a tip that made it into the episode. So if you want to see one of Josue Cardona's favorite mental health tips, go over to thepsychshow.com and uh, check out this video. It's pretty good. It's kind of like um, a mental health uh, um, starter kit, this whole episode. I'm pretty happy about it. So check it out. And now Josue is like, what was my tip? What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's from the um, hour-long video game episode. No. <laughs> really? No, man. Okay. No, this okay. is from... As as many things that you and I have collaborated on, it has its origins months ago, but it's now going to be released. Um, so it's from uh, from August. I asked everyone on on Twitter to share their favorite tips. Oh, and, uh, okay. And you had you have a funny, a very funny one, but also appropriate. Oh, I know what it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep, you, exactly know what what you know what it is. Yep. yep but yep, listeners did, do not. So check it That's out right. That's on right. yep. on the Psych Show on YouTube. Lauren. I don't have anything to plug currently. Lara. Wait. <laughs> Extra life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we're recording, Extra Life is a week away. When <gasps> this episode comes out, it will be this upcoming Saturday. Woo! Ooh. 24 hours of gaming to raise money for kids in need at Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um as of right now, Lauren is ahead of Josue by a dollar. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Um, I got some people lined up. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> we need some people to. We need both of you need need more people to give you money. I need people to give me money. Um, we've got. It's a not for of, us. They're not it, giving us money. They're I giving, know. Give us money for the children. It goes directly to the hospitals, but we get the, the credit for for raising that money and asking you to support us in playing games for twenty four hours. Um, we've got some teammates that are rocking it. Um, that are at like I think five hundred dollars, um. So so help us help them help us help them. Go to what geektherapy.com slash extra life to go to the team page and you can click on the roster. Um, you can either join the team and ask your own people to give you money, or you can donate to one of us lovely people, or several of us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I decided not to do the hair thing. I'm not cutting my hair. <laughs> oh, okay? you're not going to do the hair thing. Yeah, yeah. I like my Yay! hair too much. I'm not going to cut it. Okay, I'm happy. <laughs> but I did have a secret weapon, and I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use it now. Okay, because it's the last episode before before um, Extra Life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Extra Life is on November third. Right. Right. My birthday is on November second. What? Oh. So I'm asking everybody. If you want to get me something for my birthday, donate to Extra Life. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was saving it. Mm -hmm. So please go to geektherapy.com slash Extra Life. Check out that roster. You know, you can donate to anybody. But it would mean so much if for my birthday (laughs) (laughs) you gave some money for the kids. And I'm not making this up. It's really my birthday. (laughs) Yeah, That's a good secret weapon. My friend uses that, too. All right, so that does it for GT Radio this week. Thank you for geeking out about Halloween horror movies last week. We'll get back to our, our regular format next week. 
So for more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.com. Check us out on Twitter, at Geek Therapy. I'm at Josue Cardona. Ali is at Ali Matu. Lara is at Geek Therapist. And Lauren is at Chicken Dinosaur. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to check out the forum. Check us out on Discord at geektherapy.com slash Discord. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and all of our podcasts, visit geektherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider becoming a member of Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash geektherapy. 